4: Hello fellow patriots, liberty lovers everywhere, and chumps for Trump. Great to have you along. Here we go, kicking off the fourth and final hour, the world famous bonus hour here on the Bobby Mack Show. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. And all it takes from you is a phone call to the Ingalls Advantage talk line, 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307 and my email address, Bob, at 1063WORD.com. So what's at stake uh, is, uh, as the election nightmare continues, uh, not much, just whether or not we will continue to follow the Constitution and uh, the laws that have made America the... uh, greatest nation in the history of the planet, or whether we end up uh, just uh, another failed socialist uh, utopia with unicorns dancing in fields of gold and uh, people starving in the streets. Um, One of the uh, interesting election uh, results that I'm sure you haven't heard anything about uh, was in Indiana's 5th Congressional District. There was a uh, retirement in that district. Representative Susan Brooks uh, decided that uh, she was going to be leaving Washington. And the underdog winner of the race for that Congressional seat, newly elected American Congresswoman, a native of Eastern Europe, Victoria Sparts, SPARTZ, S-P-A-R-T-Z who has seen life under the thumb of these Marxist thugs and knows the damage that it can do. And now, as a member of Congress, is in a position to stop it from destroying the freedoms and liberties uh, we enjoy at this moment here in America. She did an interview yesterday morning and the uh, ukraine native explained why she got into politics in her adopted country i grew up in a socialistic country she said i grew up under socialism i saw what happens when it runs out of money and it's not pretty born in 1978 in the ukrainian soviet socialist republic a member state of the old soviet union she came to the U.S. in 2000, became a citizen in 2006, and her personal past has uh, become, as you might imagine, a big part of her politics. Sparks uh, told the uh, Indianapolis Star newspaper in an interview in August, I was born in a country that doesn't exist anymore for good reason. Unfortunately, There are a lot of socialistic trends in our country, and it breaks my heart because that's not what makes our country the greatest in the world. So while Democrats like uh, AOC from New York keep whining about the supposed injustices of of the country they were born in, and while Antifa ruffians trash once great American cities, like Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington, Sparts knows full well the blessings of being an American, and she appreciates them too much to leave at the tender mercies of rejuvenated socialism. I think we need to be good students of history. Our country for the last century fought against socialism, and a lot of young kids died I, told, I took my kids to the beaches of Normandy and you can see how many young kids died fighting for freedom. How many wars were fought and we won? The beaches of Normandy where the combined forces of the United States, uh, Great Britain and other allies launched the D-Day invasion to destroy the national socialism of Adolf Hitler's Germany. Most Americans under the age of 30 today are probably unaware that the same socialism touted by septuagenarian soreheads like Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders and the photogenic but abysmally ignorant Ocasio-Cortez was part of the system put in place by the Nazi monsters Americans died to destroy in the 1940s. The same age group has no memory even of the Cold War when the United States, under leaders like Ronald Reagan, faced down the evil empire of the Soviet Union. To the liberally minded among them, socialism might mean free school, free health care, free just about anything. Uh, but the Sparks who has seen it in action, it means exactly the opposite. Let's look at any country that's had socialism. Every country failed because this system is not sustainable. This system created a lot of destruction and misery. So we have to be smarter than that. Apparently it was a message that resonated among Indiana voters with unexpected strength. While the state's fifth district has a history of voting Republican and went for President Trump in 2016, Democrats were eyeing it as a potential pickup in 2020. In fact, according to the Indianapolis Star, the district was rated by CNN and the website five hundred thirty eight as one of the most likely to change parties. Do these entities, CNN, uh, five thirty eight Nate Silver's website, Do they ever get uh, tired of being right all the time? In the week before the election, the Star reported the Cook Political Report labeled the district as leaning Democratic. Uh, Like many predictions about the 2020 race, especially in the House, where Democrats lost seats while managing to retain their majority, the exceptions for the Indiana 5th were badly mistaken. Sparts held off a flood of Democrat money pouring into the district, as well as a mainstream media-fostered political climate that aimed to make suburban Republicans an endangered species. Now, with the security of a congressional seat before her, waiting only for January 3rd and the beginning of the 117th Congress, Sparks has a vantage point of personal history shared by few Americans. As an immigrant from Eastern Europe under the days, uh, in the days under communism, Sparks knows very well the distinction between traditional American capitalism and the socialism espoused by far too many of today's Democrats. You have freedom and free enterprise, and you have a system where government decides. Every socialistic system is about suppression. We have to value our freedom. That's a message every American needs to hear. And as the Republican gains in Florida showed this year, it's a message many immigrants, especially those from Central and South America, already know all too well. Yep. Um, Reagan said, uh, we're only one generation away from losing our freedoms. Uh, he was right. Quarter after six here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more. Catch up with the text line and more on the other side. Oh, and you want to talk about election fraud? I got some for you. Next. Welcome back. 621 here in the Bobby Mack Show. Let me catch up with the uh, text line uh, in danger of uh, falling in arrears there. Um, The Lincoln Project sure isn't Democrats. The enemy is within. Dems couldn't do what they do without them. Uh, Bobby, just wondering, why do you not have traffic coverage every 15 minutes during the 6 o'clock hour? Uh, good question I guess they have some sort of uh, metric uh, that shows that uh, uh, that the uh, traffic uh, eases off in the six o'clock hour I don't know what's that what's that money penny
1: because uh, since we're not since our news people are not live live right now they can't be in the building and uh, the newscast themselves are pre-recorded and sent to me. Um, about 10 minutes before the top and bottom of the hour, yeah. road situations could change in those 10 to 15 minutes. So, yeah, but
4: it's the same every hour through afternoon drive anyway. What do you mean? I mean, they're all delivered that way during the hours we do traffic
1: reports. Right, but no, there, it's, it's, it's actually a different file that's sent to me. And I half the time play it out of the computer. Yeah, but so what, right what they're time. saying
4: is, what they're saying is, why don't we do it in this hour as we do in the other hours? And and I guess that's a question for the suits. That is a question
1: for the suits. Yeah, so we'll send them an email. Well, and they're say, dedicating uh, more time to the news. Well, yeah,
4: but I I don't see any differentiation between uh, three to six and and the six to seven hour. What we'll we'll send an email to the suits and ask them if they can add traffic six to seven. We'll see. There may be some logistical reason why they can't do it. Uh, We'll pose that question and see if we can get an answer. Uh, Bobby, every attack on Trump was facilitated by a Republican. Everyone, like Lindsey, giving Kamala the old fist bump on the Senate floor today. I didn't see that. Uh, Bobby, you don't see much hope of getting fraudulent ballots thrown out now that they've been separated from their envelopes or the late ballots uh, being mixed in uh, with the others. Uh, I know this, uh, Lynn Wood, uh, the attorney, has now filed uh, amended legal papers to the Georgia Secretary of State uh, saying that they are failing to accurately perform the, uh, the recount, uh, as they should be doing. Uh, Bobby, uh, Fauci can kiss my butt. Uh, so can all these other stupid scumbag liberals and commies out there. That's why I don't watch the news, so-called, and instead have WORD on all the time. Thank you. Kudos to Bobby Mack and all the other radio hosts. Um... Bobby, too bad Trump doesn't initiate a national lockdown and face mask mandate uh, that would instigate a complete revolt against these types of measures by the legacy media and progressives in uh, both parties. Uh, Bobby, the technical term for Fauci is camera whore. Can I say that? I don't know. Can he say that, Penny? yeah money Penny says yeah that's fine <laughs> uh Bobby Sidney Powell has released the Kraken they have the overwhelming evidence of fraud and election tampering. Get ready for the hurt locker those who know enjoy the show those who don't uh, try not to let your head explode <laughs> um Bobby, how does that statistical law, that was Bedford's law we were talking about earlier, how does that statistical law view the 535 counties with more votes than registered voters? Hmm. That's an interesting question. Let's see, more votes than registered voters. I'll have to think about that. Uh, Bobby did Lindsey Graham see the ghost of Christmas past present and future uh whatever uh, I like uh this Lindsey Graham oh and it's uh sorry this this must be for you know i I should have mentioned Monty penny uh, uh, put a put a uh metaphorical uh, elbow in my ribs tomorrow and remind me to mention that we're doing the uh uh the Butterball Turkey gift certificate giveaways and to give the phone number because we had uh, the interview, uh, the, our Butterball annual Turkey Day interview yesterday. But I, I, I did hesitate uh, to, well, I just I forgot, <laughs> quite frankly, to, uh, to remind everybody today that we are still giving away the gift certificates every day this week. Whenever you hear uh, Moneypenny play the turkey gobble, uh, that is your cue to uh, call in and win, okay? Now then, I mentioned this. Two men have been charged in a 41-count criminal complaint for allegedly submitting thousands of fraudulent voter registration applications on behalf of homeless people. The L.A. County District Attorney's Office announced today 53-year-old Carlos Antonio de Borbon Montenegro Also known as Mark Anthony Gonsalvez and Marcos Raul Arrivalo, 34, were each charged with one count of conspiracy to commit voter fraud, eight counts of voter fraud, four counts of procuring and offering a false or forged instrument, and four misdemeanor counts of interference with a prompt transfer of a completed affidavit. Senor Montenegro faces an additional 10 counts of voter fraud, seven counts of procuring and offering of false or forged instruments, two counts of perjury, and the list goes on and on. The case was filed for warrant on November 12. Montenegro allegedly submitted more than 8,000 fraudulent voter registration applications between, and, between July and October this year. Montenegro also is accused of falsifying names, addresses, and signatures on nomination papers under penalty of perjury to run for mayor in the city of Hawthorne. Uh-oh. The DA did not specify which political party the duo intended to help. Well, that is a head-scratcher. I'll have to uh, mull that over and see if I can come up with a resolution as to which political party I believe the duo intended to help in California. If convicted as charged Montenegro faces a possible maximum sentence of 15 years, eight months in state prison, while Senor Arevalo faces a possible maximum of seven years in prison. The Public Integrity Division is prosecuting the case. Well, yeah, no, there's uh, no Selling a little or a lot.
0: won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details
4: evidence of uh, any uh, any of this uh, talk of uh, voter fraud that we keep hearing about yeah right Hope these guys enjoy their stay in Chino. 629 here on the Bobby Mac show. Step side for the news right back on the other side. Last half of the bonus hour is on the way, including today's edition of amazing true facts.
0: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places.
1: That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
4: Yep. Coming up on 23 before 7 o'clock here in the uh, last half of the bonus hour on this Tuesday evening. As we go back to the phones, let's head to uh, Tryon and bring in Bob here on the Bobby Mac Show, where, as I'm sure Bob knows, it is all Bob all the time. Right, Bob?
5: Hey, my man, my man. You bet. You, bet. you know, uh, Mr. oh Gosh, I, I just, I had his name. The two fellows you were talking about who brought in all the fraudulent votes. Let's find out who was paying them.
4: Mm-hmm. That would be you interesting think, to know, wouldn't
5: it? Yeah, you think they were out there on their own with nothing to do?
4: Well, one of them was busy uh, forging signatures on a petition so he could run for mayor. <laughs> so that would have been know, good if he he'd was, been he on the
5: ballot. A, yeah, but he was taking time off from his CEO job.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, he, uh, he 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 must have had... Uh, he had a ton of vacation time and sick days built up, Bob. So he just, you know, he didn't want all those days to go to waste. So he figured he'd just go and uh, and, and get the uh, names and addresses of 8,000 homeless people and, and make sure that they voted, uh, whether they knew it or not.
5: The big, the big McGill, follow the money. Yeah, that's so always,
4: it's always a way you get there. By the way. Uh, Bob, uh, One American News Network reporting, and uh, Christina Bob just retweeting, uh, Wayne County, Michigan, that is Detroit, Motown, has refused to certify their votes. Ew.
5: Wonderful.
4: Uh, the election, you know, uh, election, she tweets, the election could be decided by the Republican state legislature in Michigan if the state follows suit. Huge win for at real Donald Trump so we're we're watching as this plays out
5: I got a message for all these Democratic liberal cheaters out there Mm
4: -hmm.
5: watch out for Sidney Powell
4: yeah she uh, she is
5: she is a bulldog
4: you bet she uh, she means business and and as she said she doesn't uh, just blithely make accusations uh, that she has no evidence to back up. Uh, look, she she's the one that stared down the DOJ in General Flynn's case and got the DOJ to drop the charges.
5: Time person of the year.
4: Yeah. If if, uh,
5: if, if it works,
4: if, I mean if, there ta- yeah. there
5: is somebody who's a bona fide candidate. Hey, it will be interesting to see what happens. Along with, about uh, accolades with uh the Nobel prize. Yeah. Yeah. Opening up another subject.
4: <laughs> that'll be that'll the, be the, curious.
5: The other guy got two nominations and uh, they gave it to Obama for what?
4: Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, based on uh, they they knew that uh, the earth would be cooling and the C's would be receding under his presidency, which of course happened, as we all know.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, what you're forgetting is don't uh, you got to follow the money? Yeah. Right. Those those are bought and paid for now. That's
4: that's that's and, uh, unfortunately. If there's a legacy from Watergate, Bob, it is that because that was the advice of uh, Deep Throat, their uh, right. their in, their informant to Woodward and Bernstein back when the Washington Post was actually still a newspaper and practiced journalism. You know, it, it'd be interesting now to go back and, and re-watch the movie that they made about Woodward and Bernstein, based on their book, All the President's Men, and to see uh, the guy who was the publisher at the time and, and the editor of the Washington Post telling Woodward and Bernstein, uh, no matter what information you have, you have to have two sources independently confirming it before we will publish that. And now, you know, whatever rumor somebody dreams up in a think tank somewhere ends up on the front page. It's disgusting. Exactly. But that's uh, that's how things have changed. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate the call. Six forty one nineteen before 7 o'clock. You remember, I was talking yesterday about all the... Uh, Uh, rioting they had in D.C. with Antifa and BLM uh, attacking uh, people who had committed no crime other than to show up in Washington for the Million MAGA march up there showing support for the president. One of those individuals, a a BLM protester who was caught on video assaulting supporters of President Trump, uh, is a journalism student at Howard University. Brittany S. McAllister getting off to a great uh, career start here in journalism. Uh, Brittany is 29, not a little old to still be in school, uh, was filmed punching and kicking men and women several times over the course of the Washington, D.C. event. In one incident, McAllister allegedly kicked an unconscious man Who had been knocked out by 39 year old Kenneth Wayne DeBerry? DeBerry was one of four people the city's police department arrested for disorderly conduct. This guy wasn't arrested for assault and battery. This guy was not arrested for attempted murder. He was arrested for disorderly conduct. Ms. McAllister is yet to be arrested according to a press release from the cop shop in D.C. Uh, in a clip, McAllister appears to be running up and punching a woman in the back of the head, then running away in the opposite direction. Uh, Andy No, who is uh, one of the street reporters who has been on top of BLM from before anybody knew who they were, said the wanted suspect... Seen assaulting people after Saturday's pro-Trump rally in D.C. is Brittany McAllister, a journalism student and BLM activist. Suspect filmed beating Trump supporters in D.C. as a journalist. Anti-Trump political organization Refuse Fascism had reportedly tagged McAllister in a video where she spoke at BLM Plaza. You remember that it used to be Lafayette Plaza? And Lafayette Park, and uh, the mayor decided to rename it uh, Black Lives Matter Plaza as a suck up to that Marxist group. However, that tweet has since been deleted, and McAllister's accounts have been deactivated. What do you know? Although the march was relatively peaceful for the first few hours of demonstrations, protesters clashed with many of the thousands of marchers in the late afternoon and evening. 21 people were ultimately arrested for a variety of charges, including assault and weapons possession. Reacting on Twitter, uh, the president instructed police officers not to hold back. Antifa scum run for the hills today when they tried attacking the people at the Trump rally because those people aggressively fought back. Antifa waited until tonight, when 99% were gone, to attack innocent MAGA people. DC police get going, do your job and don't hold back. Uh, Trump also hammered Democrat Mayor Muriel Bowser, claiming she was not doing her job and accused the media of being silent. Howard University did not immediately respond to a request for comment. What, you think they're going to suspend her or something? Probably make her a student of the semester. Quick break here, and uh, then we'll wrap things up. Oh, with today's edition of ATF, coming up next. Welcome back. Closing minutes bonus hour here on this Tuesday evening and just enough time to bring on Gary Goodvoice. Thank you and uh, joined for ATF as always by our one remaining Bobette. Little Annie is on vacation this week, but Miss Moneypenny. Yes, stalwart as always is there in our studios in her hazmat suit. Howdy, howdy. Yes, uh, his first story kind of reminds me of uh, the Alfred Hitchcock film uh, *The Birds*. You remember that one?
1: And uh, that was a great movie.
4: The woman is saying, "Well, oh, these these birds cannot be uh, launching an attack on people. Their brain pans are not big enough." <laughs> and and. Uh, Rod Taylor responds, well, I don't know anything about their brain pans, but I know that they were attacking us. Scientists have discovered in the most gull-infested city in the UK, seagulls have now shifted their meal times. Yep. They have moved them to when schools break for lunch. Who said bird brain?" Scientists also found that these birds prefer to eat food that has been handled first by humans. Hm. Uh, so uh, that uh, brings up the seagull scene, of course, from finding Nemo. <laughs> ah, food. Food. Ah. Time to eat. Time to eat. <laughs> ah yes, another survey. We come across these all the time. A survey, new one, found that almost a quarter of adults plan on buying themselves Christmas gifts this year. Uh money penny, you buying yourself a gift to you from you? You know, I haven't decided yet. Mm, okay. Well, you find something you really want, you know, run the risk of not getting it from Santa. Or maybe I just drop hints to you. you well, know, that uh, may work. <laughs> hey, it's been a rough year. Uh, so uh, if if you are in this category, um, this clip from uh, Parks and Recreation may help out. Here, we, here it goes. Here it goes. I sent you everything, Money Penny. What? Well, hang on one second. This is gonna take just a moment. But <laughs> I'll, I'll, go back and uh, find, uh. Well, yeah. You know what? Um. Bup, bup, bum. There's the famous bum bum bum. <laughs> okay. You know what? It's not worth it. It. <laughs> It's not worth it because all the clip says is uh, treat yourself from uh, Parks and Recreation. Treat yourself. Just just pretend we just played that. Finally, here's a fisherman in Maine describing how he saved a tiny bird blown miles offshore by strong winds. This is cool. They, uh, they gave uh, the little bird food and water uh, as they were sailing back uh, to their port. Brought it uh, close enough to dry land so he could release the bird safely. And uh, hopefully, uh, all's well that ends well. And, and speaking of ending, I'm afraid I'm at uh, the conclusion of uh, today's show. And uh, hope you have a great Tuesday evening. We will do it all again tomorrow, right after El Rushbow. Right here on W O R T. See you then. God bless. His karate lessons
0: might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs>